0: Welcome to episode 151 of the Burning Bush Podcast, where we share the message of the Bible while enjoying a good cigar. Hope you're doing well, and I'm glad you've joined me. Today we're reading the New Testament book of Luke, chapter 8, with commentary from the notes in the Charles Spurgeon Study Bible, and I'm smoking the Crossfire Cigars Platinum in the Magnum 6x60 Vitola. So let's go to the Crossfire Cigars website and see what they have to say. The Platinum has a rich Oscuro Ecuadorian Habano wrapper with a special blend of the Dominican filler and binder. It begins with a mild pepperiness and evolves to rich notes with a hint of dried fruit and a nice earthy resolve. This is a full-bodied smoke with bold movement yet holds its intricate character. As with all of our cigars, you will experience a natural draw and a great ash. And it comes in one Vitola, the six by 60. Wrapper is Ecuadorian Habano. Binder and filler are both Dominican. That is the Crossfire Cigars Platinum. Let's get into this week's reading in the book of Luke, chapter 8. I am reading from the English Standard Version, the ESV, and verse 1 reads, Soon afterward he went on through cities and villages, proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him, and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, The wife of Cusa, Herod's household manager, and Susanna, and many others, who provided for them out of their means. And when a great crowd was gathering, and people from town after town came to him, he said in a parable A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell along the path, and was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered away because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it. And some fell into good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. As he said these things, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And Spurgeon comments on verses 4 through 8, As a large crowd was gathering, and people were coming to Jesus from every town, He said in a parable A sower went out to sow his seed. As he sowed, some seed fell along the path. It was trampled on, and the birds of the sky devoured it. Other seed fell on the rock. When it grew up, it withered away, since it lacked moisture. Other seed fell among thorns. The thorns grew up with it and choked it. Still, other seed fell on good ground. When it grew up, it produced fruit. A hundred times what was sown. As he said this, he called out, Let anyone who has ears to hear listen. Will one in four of our hearers, with well prepared hearts, receive the word? The ground is described as good. Not that it was good by nature, but it had been made good by grace. God had plowed it, He had stirred it up with the plow of conviction, and there it lay in ridge and furrow as it should lie. When the gospel was preached, the heart received it, for the man said, That is just the blessing I need. Mercy is what a needy sinner requires. So the preaching of the gospel was the thing to give comfort to this disturbed and plowed soil. Down fell the seed to take good root. In some cases it produced fervency of love, largeness of heart, devotedness of purpose of a noble kind, like seed that produces a hundredfold. The man became a mighty servant for God. He spent himself and was spent. He took his place in front of Christ's army, stood in the heat of battle, and did deeds of daring that few could accomplish. The seed produced a hundredfold. It fell into another heart of like character. The man could not do as much, but still he did much. He gave himself to God, and in his business he had a word to say for his Lord. In his daily walk he quietly adorned the doctrine of God his Savior, and he brought forth sixtyfold. Then it fell on another, whose abilities and talents were but small. He could not be a star, but he would be a glowworm. He could not do as the greatest, but he was content to do something, however humble. The seed had brought forth in him tenfold, perhaps twentyfold. How many are there of this sort? Is there one who prays within himself, God be merciful to me a sinner? The seed has fallen in the right spot. God never sets a man longing for mercy without intending to give it. Does another whisper, Oh that I might be saved. He may believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. Has another been the chief of sinners? He may trust Christ, and his enormous sins will vanish as the millstone sinks beneath the flood. And back to Luke verse 9. And when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God, but for others They are in parables, so that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard, and then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, so that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy, with patience. No one, after lighting a lamp, covers it with a jar, or puts it under a bed, and put, but puts it on a stand, so that those who enter may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest, nor is anything, anything secret that will not be known and come to light. Take care then how you hear, for to the one who has, more will be given, and from the one who has not, even what he thinks he has will be taken away. Then his mother and his brothers came to him, but they could not reach him because of the crowd. And he was told, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside desiring to see you. But he answered them, My mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. One day he got into a boat with his disciples, and he said to them, Let us go across to the other side of the lake. So they set out, and as they sailed, he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake, and they were filling with water and were in danger. And they went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and the raging waves, and they ceased, and there was a calm. He said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid, and they marveled, saying to one another, Who then is this, that he commands even winds and water, and they obey him? Then they sailed to the country of the Gerizines, which is opposite Galilee. When Jesus had stepped out on land, there met him a man from the city who had demons. For a long time he had worn no clothes, and he had not lived in a house, but among the tombs. Jesus then asked him, What is your name? And he said, Legion, for many demons had entered him. And they begged him not to command them to to depart into the abyss. Now a large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside, and they begged him to let them enter these. So he gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and drowned. When the herdsmen saw what had happened, they fled and told it in the city and in the country. Then people went out to see what had happened, and they came to Jesus and found the man from whom the demons had gone, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. And those who had seen it told them how the demon possessed man had been healed. Then all the people of the surrounding country of the Gerasenes asked him to depart from them, for they were seized with great fear. So he got into the boat and returned. Spurgeon comments on verse 37, then all the people of the Gerasene region asked him to leave them because they were gripped by great fear. So getting into the boat, he returned. Surely this legion of demons must have had the same effect on them as the poor man when Christ first came to him. These foolish people took up the same cry as the poor demoniac. Christ sometimes hears this kind of prayer. There is many a person who has entreated that his conscience might not be troubled any more, and it has never has been troubled again. But what an awful prayer for anyone to pray. back to Luke, verse 38. The man from whom the demons had gone begged that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. And he went away proclaiming throughout the whole city how much Jesus had done for him. Now when Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. And there came a man named Jairus, who was a ruler of the synagogue, And falling at Jesus' feet, he implored him to come to his house, for he had an only daughter, about twelve years of age, and she was dying. As Jesus went, the people pressed around him. And there was a woman who had had a discharge of blood for twelve years, and though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment, and immediately her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, Who was it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowd surrounds you and are pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I perceive that power has gone out from me. And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling, and falling down before him, declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him. And how she had been immediately healed. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking, someone from the ruler's house came and said, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher any more. But Jesus, on hearing this, answered him, Do not fear, only believe, and she will be well. And she got up at once, and he directed that something should be given her to eat. And her parents were amazed, but he charged them to tell no one what had happened. And that's the end of today's reading in the book of Luke. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to the Charles Spurgeon Study Bible, as well as today's cigar. Also, Groundworks Ministries for daily Bible studies and devotionals. Treats and Truth Ministry, where you can get involved in helping to spread the gospel to and be a blessing to the homeless, and the Burning Bush Merchandise Store, where you can pick up some items to help spread the word about the show. If you know anyone who needs to hear this, please let them know about the podcast and help share the message of the Bible, the hope we have in Yeshua Messiah, Jesus Christ. If you'd like to contact me, you can email me at steve at com, which is linked in the show notes as well. So until next time, have a great day, have a great cigar, and God bless.